to In the Country with your host, Dave Woods. This is the radio show where country music gets up close and personal. Spend some time in the country and get to know our guests. Spend some time in the country where the music's the best. The latest news and memories, two great stories that get told. Spend some time in the country, now it's time we start the show. My pleasure now to welcome to the show Ontario country artist Tara Shannon. She has a brand new song to share with us. It's called Love Me Loud. We'll talk about it, plus the wonderful video that goes with the song. And uh, an album of hers is on the way by the end of February. We'll talk about that and much more. Welcome to the show, Tara. Hi, thanks for having me. It is great to have you here. And back once again, of course, uh, in the past, we talked about your song Butterfly Child. And... Uh, that's a great song and, of course, a very meaningful song. Uh, great to have you back and excited to talk about the new single. Oh, yeah, thanks. Yeah, Butterfly Child was a really special project that uh, that I headed up for my dear friend Jonathan Pitska just to raise awareness uh, for EB and to raise funds. And uh, it's it's funny because Jonathan is a big part of this of my album, my full-length album being done because he was the one that inspired – I say he's the reason for the now – because making this record has been on my bucket list for a little while, but when he said, why aren't you doing that record you've always wanted to make? And I was like, well, you know, life's busy and blah, blah, blah. And, you know, and he's kind of looking at you and he's like, you know, you don't know how much time you have, so you better get, get to that. And so I say he's the reason for the now. And uh, that's what got the whole project started. <laughs> it's amazing uh, where that wisdom comes from and where a, uh, a perception can come from, right? And a change of attitude. And uh, that's wonderful. It is, you know, he's um, for those, uh, for your listeners that aren't aware, he suffers from EB and, uh, you know, and fights every day to stay alive. So, you know, when you're chatting with him and we've become quite close over the last few years, um, you know, and you say things like, Oh, you know, I'll get to it. You know, it sounds lame because it is when you're talking to a child who stays, you know, fights, every day to stay alive and you're talking like you have all the time in the world and it really gets you to think it really shifts your your thinking that I don't know I don't know how much time I have I hope I have many years but I really don't know and you know that's you know what I hope this record will do for people is that they love the music if they have this like whispering in their heart or this thing that won't go away or this little voice is like you know pulling you at something that they stop and they listen to that voice and they do whatever it is that that keeps nagging at them um, because I really you know once I gave in to the voice and listened to it and, and started this project I, you know so much joy came with it Incredible. And I mean, I can hear in that song and love me loud, the new song that is out, just that joy and the, the music to it and the, just the whole song itself is wonderful. Uh, let's talk about love me loud and maybe a bit about the writing behind it. Sure. Um, love me loud started as um, uh, I, I was just, there's this really great uh, writers community um, in, in Nashville started by two friends of mine, Clay Mills and Marty Dodson, who are both hit songwriters. They started Song Count, and it's a community for writers who are developing and up and coming and want to learn about the business uh, to have peer-to-peer community and, and uh, learn and educate, and they have master classes. So I was just joining this community and taking in all their classes. And so this was my very first 
co-write. I was starting my very first co-write because in the indie singer-songwriter world, which is where I come from, co-writing is not something that's on the radar. Um, so I was brand new to it. And so um, I reached out to my two co-writers, Jonathan Helfand and Lucy LeBlanc, and said, hi, I'm brand new at co-writing. Do you want to co-write with me? And they were so gracious because <laughs> they had done it a hundred times. And um, so I brought, you know, you, you're supposed to bring song ideas to this session. And I brought um, a title idea that was Love, Love is Louder. And uh, we explored that a little bit. And then Jonathan said, what about Love Me Loud? And it brought, me, it brought us all down this road. Um, and so we actually wrote it at first as three writers, just three songwriters trying to write a song for pitch. And then as time went on, I, was started to, I made the decision to make the record. And I started to gather songs. And I kept coming back to that one because I just loved the melody and it was so fun to sing. So I went back to them and said, hey, do you think we could you know, tweak it and rewrite it a bit for me specifically as an artist? And they were so great. And then Marty Dotson jumped on with us um, just to finish it up. And so it went through a very long process and we're, we're all very proud of ourselves <laughs> for, for writing it. And we just we hung in there. We really, we really wanted to dig deep about what the message was with the song because it's really it's a it's a woman empowerment song and it, it the message really is it's okay to ask for what you need when you need it you know and that's really what it's about. Not only a, a very well written song and very well sung, but the production on it too is great. From uh, obviously the instruments, but the uh, also the harmonies and the sort of the choir you've got there as well. I mean, all those touches add so much. Oh, that is totally Haley McLean. So Haley McLean is the producer of this project, and she literally fell from the sky, and uh, she's heaven sent. And we crossed paths in Nashville. I was looking for the, the perfect producer for this project that I wanted to bring to life. And, and uh, by, I can't, I, it's too long of a story to tell, but, you know, it, just the way our, our paths crossed, and literally both of us were like, oh, there you are. You're meant to do this. And she's like, oh, there you are. You're the artist I'm meant to produce. And um, she is ridiculously talented. And she heard, she spent so much time um, and care in going back to my influences in music and making sure that we heard those. So Carol King, Van Morrison, James Taylor, that era of music is what I grew up on. And so she really took a lot of time to bring that in. And those vocals, the vocal harmonies on that, those were three girls. So uh, Molly Brown, Michelle Attardi, and Haley McLean around one vocal mic together singing in perf those parts live off the floor. Can wow. you believe that? They're amazing. Uh, no, amazing. I mean, it, that is such a nice touch to the song. Uh, it's very soulful. And you mentioned Carol King, and that's who I heard in your voice, which is amazing because I love Carol King, as does everybody. Yeah. And uh, I hear that. I can definitely hear that influence in your sound. It's such a such a high compliment, and Haley heard it right off the bat too. And I'm a piano player and singer, so for me to even be, you know, have Carol King's name in the same sentence is just amazing. And lots of people are hearing that because I was just at an event and somebody stopped me and said, I, "I, if I can compare you to anybody, I would say Carol King." And I was just like, it's just an amazing feeling when somebody says that, <laughs> you know, because I mean, Carol I'll King, bet. you know. And visually, you know, I'm seeing Jennifer Aniston. Oh, really? Oh, that's so funny. That's who your look well, in that video, you. obviously, outside. <laughs> yeah, in that video, I'm, I'm thinking, and I mentioned that to somebody else who watched the video, and they said, yeah, I see that. 
Oh, well, thank you. That's quite a compliment. She's very beautiful, Jennifer Aniston. Um, you know, the video, we, we had so many in-depth discussions about the psychology of the music business around this video because um, the so- when you hear the song, it's very soulful, right? It's kind of like somebody called it Motown Country, and I thought that's perfect. Um, nice. And, you know, it, and so it has a sensual nature to it, but it's not like, um, you know, it doesn't go over to the, sort of the trashy or the, you know, that, that sort of world. So we, the obvious place to go with that visually is to get, you know, a young model in lingerie and do the whole music industry thing. That's the obvious way to go. So I sat with the director, <laughs> Karim Ayari, and I said, okay, I said, go, just bear with me for a second. Hear my thoughts. And I was like, can we show women of different ages, different body types, and make all of that sexy somehow? Is that possible? And he laughed. And I said, because, you know, I don't, I don't want to, I, objectifying women is part of our culture and it's part of the music industry. Um, but I didn't want to do anything that was contributing to that necessarily, especially with the message of the song, because it really is about, you don't have to be society's version of, you know, beautiful size 0.5 or, you know what I mean, or 25 years old to ask for what you need when you need it. So because of the nature of the song, I felt we needed to do it justice by complementing it with the visuals and the storytelling. And he did such a great job of taking all of my rambling about what I was trying to do and make it work <laughs> in a storyline. <laughs> That's awesome because a lot of times uh, we see videos and, I mean, a video sometimes can make or break a song or at least – make us like the song more and want to see the video again so i know it's challenging to always uh create a video that lives up to a song it you know it really is because people if you've if you've written a song well and you know it's because you hang out with songwriters a lot of time our job is to is to trigger those images in people's minds when you have a well-written song that's what it does so that when you go impose your own images on that sometimes you can disappoint people right right? or do the opposite so you're right it is it's a tricky it's a tricky thing i had a highest compliment you know social media is really great for this and somebody reached out and said thank you for making a video that i can relate to she said i see myself in this song i see myself in this video and that was the highest compliment Mm -hmm. absolutely you know that your music is uh getting out there and actually having an impact uh in someone's life. Let's uh, turn to the song now. We have lots more to talk about with my guest, Tara Shannon. This is her brand new song. It's called Love Me Loud on In the Country. Come in, baby. I've been wanting you all day Longing for the way you say my name Mm, I wanna be Reckless, wild and swept away Baby, won't you take me like a hurricane Love me loud 
And that is Ontario country artist Tara Shannon with Love Me Loud here on In the Country. Man, what a great sound. It's Motown country. It's very soulful. And you can head to TaraShannonMusic.com to learn more about her. Uh, let's talk a bit more about Songtown because you, you mentioned them earlier, and I see their posts online, and they're always giving great uh, tips on songwriting and advice and, and different things. Tell me a bit more about Songtown for anybody out there who's not familiar with them. Oh, absolutely. Um, so, um, so Clay Mills and Marty Dodson started this this community to help uh, writers avoid some of the pitfalls that they went through when they were coming up in their career. To really offer a place for uh, writers to encourage one another and support one another and learn about a commercial songwriting and how it's done. Um, yeah, so it's a coming up on three years. I, I became a member almost right at the beginning and learned so so much. Like um, I started going to Nashville and I was looking for exactly what they started and uh, we've become very good friends along the way I actually even got Marty uh, he came up to Ottawa Canada in the dead of winter last weekend uh, <laughs> to teach to teach songwriting and I said that doesn't explain what Songtown is all about nothing else will if you come to Ottawa in the middle of February to teach songwriting you love what you do <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome and uh, people can head to songtown.com to learn more about them. So that's great that you shared a bit more about them because, as, as you say, it's, it's a great community. Now, I understand, uh, Tara, that you had a song on hold by Mr. Blake Shelton. I did. It was terribly exciting and terrifying all at the same time. 
um, you know, down there, I, I, you know, I was working as a songwriter and really trying to, you know, you, you network and you try to get your songs out there. And uh, yeah, so I had it on hold for three months for his latest record and it got bumped at the end, wow. but uh, it was still very thrilling. So any, any songwriters that are listening, that's the, that's what you're trying to go for. You're trying to get a hold and then a cut and then a single. That's kind of like the progression. Um, so it was a really good feeling to, to have something, uh, you know, on hold. And, and it was like the first moment where I got that feedback and I was like, Oh, okay, this is possible. I can, you know, if I keep working hard, you know, good things will happen. Yeah. Yeah, that tells you a lot. I mean, even though in that case it didn't happen, the fact that it was uh, deserving of Blake Shelton and got that close says it's a great song. So I guess you must believe in it enough because of that to know somebody else is going to look at this song and listen to it and, and cut it. Well, that's, yeah, that's exactly what that process does for you as a songwriter. The minute somebody, you know, because when your mom says you're great, I mean, that's her job. Her job is to say you're great. She's not (laughs) supposed to say anything else, but you're great. So when the industry, that's that's the way the industry says it's great, you know, is by putting it on hold or acknowledging it somehow. So it's kind of that third party street cred a little bit, you know, it's, you know, they're they're like, yeah, this, this is, this is good. And then it builds your confidence. And, uh, yeah, it's, it was, a, it was a thrill. Now, you know, in fairness, some people find out that they're on hold and I didn't find out until it was let go. So, which I was thrilled about because if I had found out that it was on hold, I probably wouldn't have eaten or slept for the entire three <laughs> yeah. months <laughs> until I made it. No doubt. You really, you have to really <laughs> let go. Like the songwriting world, like yeah. um, the profession of songwriting and songwriters do not get the credit that, or they're due because, well, they're not, you know, the whole fight about, you know, them being paid properly is, you know, we're fighting for mm-hmm. that, but they, the ups and downs and the roller coasters of being a songwriter, it's, it's such an emotional experience. That would be so tough to go through. And it happens obviously to songwriters, songs get put on hold, uh, stay that way for a while and they get cut, but then as far as, which means recorded and then they mm-hmm. can get uh, not chosen. But, uh, as you say, that three months or whatever period of time as a songwriter, you'd be so excited holding on, uh, obviously trying not to tell yourself it's not going to happen, but that's, got, that's the ups and downs of the ride or the roller coaster ride. It, it really is. And it's one of the reasons, you know, that respect that I have for songwriters that do it, you know, that that's their full-time job. Uh, when I was collecting songs for the record, one of the songwriters that inspired me uh, through all my trips going to Nashville, when it got really hard, because I have a large family, you know, we, we, we were laughing about it. You know, I have seven children. So um, leaving my family to go pursue this dream of being a songwriter, you know, by some world standards sounds fairly insane. Um, and so, I, you know, when you first start doing it, you know, hope drives you a little bit and then it gets harder. And I started to question, you know, what am I doing? And Lori McKenna is a songwriter that has greatly inspired me. And she has uh, a brood of kids too. I think she has five and she lives on the East Coast and doesn't live in Nashville. And she just goes to town when she needs to, like, you know, to win a Grammy, like she just did the other day. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, she just goes where she needs to to win those awards. So when I was, <laughs> when I was looking for, um, you know, when I was, I was really looking at the journey that I'd been through and processing all that and hearing her story inspired me to keep moving, to keep, 
pushing and to keep, you know, digging deeper and learning more. And so when it came time to choose songs for the record, I had my team reach out to hers and they sent over a bunch to listen to. And I heard this one song and it felt like second skin when I tried it on. It's called um, Make Every Word Hurt and uh, just loved it. So, um, and included it on the album for all of those sentimental reasons because it was part of my journey. And although I've never met her personally yet, her music continues to inspire me. And and I was just so thrilled for her for winning um, the award um, just last weekend. And, uh, yeah, so I just use an example of a songwriter that works exceptionally hard. Um, And there's so many of them out there that do. Absolutely. And her big hit, uh, of course, Humble and Kind, recorded by Tim McGraw, uh, one of many, but that song just uh, changed a lot of lives and affected a lot of people with that uh, powerful message in it. Absolutely. And I think I read somewhere that she, it was a prayer that she written for her kids. You know, it's just like a simple thing from mom mm. to, to kids. And then, and then you put it in the voice and the delivery that is Tim McGraw and it, the, it, yeah. the ripple effect it has. And that's the power of songwriting. It's the ripple effect. Like Love Me Loud, I got, you know, talk about the feedback. I had this woman reach out. So she was married for 46 years. She lost her husband last year, 46 years. And she said when she heard the song, mm. she grieved the loss all over again because we perfectly captured the love they had together. And when you hear that as a songwriter, you're like, oh, that's why we do it. That's why we write. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And that, it's, that's amazing. It, there's nine songs on this album, uh, and we'll get a little more in-depth than that now. And you mentioned that the reason there's nine songs, and I'll, I'll let you explain it. It's, it's got to do with the uh, size of your family. <laughs> That's right. There's nine tracks because there's <laughs> nine people in my family. And my kids immediately when I said that, because I, so I have five boys. My husband and I have five boys, two girls. We've been married for about 25 years. And my kids, of course, what do they say? Well, what about the dog? Because they count the dogs <laughs> in the family. And I, I was like, well, mommy ran out of budget <laughs> to have songs for the dog. <laughs> They'll be on the next album. On the next album, <laughs> sequel. Yeah. Yeah. They'll start counting the animals. Uh, so, Give us some insights. You mentioned the Laurie McKenna song. What else, Tara, can we uh, expect to hear on, on the new album coming out in a couple of weeks or about a week? Uh, yeah, I know. It's coming up soon. Um, we've got a very special song that Haley McLean wrote called Someone Who Understands, and we've partnered with the Ottawa Aboriginal Coalition, and uh, that song will be raising money for um, mental health services for youth. Uh, because the Aboriginal uh, children, they're in a state of crisis up here in Canada. And uh, I'm, I'm sure you've heard about it. You see it in the news as well. I mean, our youth are in crisis coast to coast, but it's at an epidemic level with the Aboriginal children. So we, um, I like to do have, like you saw with Butterfly Child, I like to have some kind of community outreach or connection because I'm a big believer that music is a powerful force for healing. Um, and, it, you know, it connects us all. So anytime we have the opportunity to do that, I, I try to look into it so this this song was um was uh, Haley wrote it and she was inspired after being at a camp uh for youth with youth at risk and we found out talking about it uh, that she's part metis and that's what sort of led us down the aboriginal indigenous people road so that's been getting quite a great response um and uh, we're partnering with them to do some exciting stuff there i've got um some so many great songs on this record um a couple of them written with other Songtown members. Um, Marty Dodson and I wrote one called Life Signs, which is another personal favorite of mine. Uh, really fun. You have to have a, you know, a cheating song if it's a country record, and it's called Take This Rock and Roll. <laughs> and uh, that's a really fun one nice. to sing. My little daughter has a little feature on there. Um, so you'll hear sounds of, you'll hear country throughout, a bit of soul influence 
for sure. Um, and then my favorite on it is a song that I wrote called uh, December Road, and that's a piano um, vocal ballad, which is right in my wheelhouse because that's where I come from. Oh, nice. um, so I hope people will enjoy it. It has a nice flow to it. We really wanted to put an album that was an experience, you know, from beginning to end, and we hope that that's how mm-hmm. people uh, experience the record. I love piano ballads, so I'll look forward to that one as well. Love a vocal and a piano. It's it's beautiful. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, the album is, uh, when is the exact date it's coming out again? On February 28th. It'll be available on my website at tarashannamusic.com. Okay. We're going to have it available exclusively there for the first few weeks. And then um, March 15th, it'll be available on all digital platforms, iTunes, Google Play, uh, Spotify. And then awesome. uh, in stores locally up here um, at the end of March. Wow, that's great. Now, if you're not busy enough already with all this you uh you have your own record label now willow sound records tell me about that that's a pretty cool thing to have i do i uh i've worked in artist (laughs) development for years you know helping artists and on just a consultation basis teaching them about the business of music uh because i'm an entrepreneur and i own a group of companies and uh so the business of music is always very fascinating to me and especially as it morphs so artists you need, need to be knowledgeable about how money moves in the business to uh, be successful. So I've always loved doing that. And then I, I, I've always wanted to own a record label. So uh, in the summer or the early fall, I decided to launch Willow Sound Records. And the big joke is because it was not likely that a label was going to sign a 43-year-old with seven kids. So I might as well just start my own label. <laughs> and then, uh, yes, we signed a few. Art- I mean, it's a business wow. decision, right? You have to get it out there somehow. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, yeah. So we just signed. You actually know one of the artists I signed. Do you know Brie Lawrenson, you familiar with Brie? Absolutely, she's wonderful. Yeah, she is. She's from. There's so much talent here in the Ottawa Valley, oh, that's and so cool. uh, yeah. I know nobody is like servicing country music specifically. So we're we're doing country folk and pop. And yeah, so we just signed Brie. So I'm working Perfect. with her. Super excited. Uh, she's such a such a great talent. Mm-hmm. Incredible. I love her music. She's been on the show, obviously, and uh, that's a great signing. So it's uh, wonderful that you're helping develop talent and help get it out there. It's it's because uh, it's exciting as an artist to be part of your own journey, but I'm sure it's equally exciting to be helping out artists and uh, seeing their progress. It's it really is so rewarding, and I I was just talking with my team earlier today, and I was like I'm not as good at promoting myself as an artist, so I'm like you guys go do that part, and I'll just focus on working with my you know my group of artists over here because I I love education is a foundational thing for Willow Sound Records, so it's a building a sense of community, but mostly educating because um, in the Ottawa Valley you can feel like it's hard to get your music out, like so we're trying to create export lanes between Ottawa and Nashville. So I have a partnership there and where I send artists right. down for a specific Nashville experience um, and set them up with co-writes. And, um, yeah, so we're, tr- we're just trying to nurture the talent and, um, and, and educate about the business and how to get their music and connect their music uh, to fans and to, you know, the bigger industry. And people have been so receptive. The, the reception or the, the, like the onslaught of, of uh, calls we're getting, you know, of people interested right. in working with our label has been – I wasn't expecting yeah. it. And uh, it just shows the need. You know, it shows uh, how many people are seeking, um, you know, help and a feeling of team and a feeling of belonging somewhere. Mm-hmm. Um, and I love all of that. That's, that's, I'm most comfortable with that. 
that is so cool because there are artists out there who obviously have the talent and can write songs, but the whole business side and learning about Nashville and so these trips you have set up with co-writers and just that whole education of that side, how you maneuver your way through the business. They've got the talent for the music side, but, but this side you're teaching them is wonderful. Yeah, it's such a tricky business because, um, like, if I made pencils, you know, whatever my cost is, 20 cents, I sell it for a buck or whatever. It's pretty pretty straightforward. Nothing really changes there. But mm. in the music business, your product, are li- they're, they're living, breathing things, whether they're a song, which is a living, breathing thing, or a human being, the artist. Um, you know, so the, the, the ebb and flow that the, both of those things go through, there's a rhythm to it and a cycle to it. And so managing yourself as a product, like understanding that your brand is a product or your songs are a product is difficult for artists because it's difficult to separate because you're just, you're a human being. And so once you start bringing in that piece and you start teaching how, you know, how big business thinks and how major labels think and how, you know, numbers work, it's very empowering for them. And then they, they can go out there with a sense of confidence, like, okay, I understand. I get how this works. Um, so it's a kind of like, you know, it's, it's consultation. There's a, there's a bit of counseling, counseling that goes with it, <laughs> a lot of encouragement, <laughs> um, you know, a lot of yep. workshops. We teach many different uh, types of things, but it's, it's very rewarding when uh, you see that artist go, oh, they have that sort of light bulb moment or that aha moment, and they're like, oh, I get it. I understand, you know, and that's, uh, I love that. I think that that's, that's, that's what drives me. That's a big driver for me. So if there was an artist out there uh, in the Ottawa area interested in sort of reaching out to you about that, can they do that through your website? Yeah, they can go to wsrecords.ca, and there's, uh, they just click on Sessions, and then they'll get booking options, and they just book an initial consult, and there's no fee for an initial consult. We just talk about where they're at in their development and what goals they've set for themselves and where they're trying to go, and then I assess whether we can service that, if we can help them, and then, yeah, and then we go from there. So it's wsrecords.ca. Oh, that is very wsrecords.ca, Willow Sound Records. Mm-hmm. That is so cool. Tara, it's been a pleasure uh, chatting with you once again. And, uh, man, to hear the new song, Love Me Loud, which is such a wonderful song. I can't wait to uh, see how well it does for you. Thanks again for being here. Well, thank you so much for having me. It's always great chatting with you, and I hope we cross paths in person soon. And thanks for all the support and the love for the song. Awesome. I look forward to uh, meeting up with you in person uh, very soon down the road. My guest has been Ottawa's own Tara Shannon. I'm Dave Woods, and that'll wrap up this edition of In the Country.